Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Hello, people. We did do a podcast last night, but what happened, Peyton? We didn't record. I didn't press record. And by the time I was done, Peyton did her usual falling asleep on us. And it was like, okay, I'm not going to read a story when she's totally asleep. All right. So, let's see here. Are we on what chapter are we on? Let's see. Two. So, I think we're on. Okay, we're on chapter three, which would be. How to recognize a witch. Do you know how to recognize a witch? Oh, yeah. She has, if they have gloves, mm-hmm. um, if they have big nostrils. Mm-hmm. Why do they have big nostrils? So they can smell children. Yeah. Um, if they have, oh, if, and you have to give it their hair a little yank. <gasps> Why? Because they're bald. Ew, all right, let's read because there's a couple more things too. Ready? I know. How to recognize a witch. And since, oh my gosh, they missed the whole announcement of what came into your room yesterday. Oh, yeah. What chicks. do you have in your room? Uh, chicks? Did you say baby that? chicks. So, well, no, chi- chicks. chicks. I know, baby. I know, but like I have to say the word baby. We're not at the baby shower anymore. You can't have my pin. They're baby chickens, baby chicks, chicks. They're so cute. So if you hear like little baby chirps, it's our chicken babies. Just saying. So cute. Okay. All right. Let's see here. How to recognize a witch. The next evening after my grandmother had given me my bath, she took me once again into the living room for another story. Tonight, the old woman said, I'm going to tell you how to recognize a witch when you see one. Can you always be sure, I said? No, she said, you can't. And that's the trouble. But you can make pretty good guess. She was dropping a cigar ash all over her lap, and I hope she wasn't going to catch fire. Hey. Okay, it is recording. I'm like, did it just turn off? Um, I hope she wasn't going to catch fire before she told me how to recognize a witch. In the first place, she said, a real witch is certain to always be wearing. What is she certain to always be wearing? You just. Gloves. Oh, my gosh. To be wearing gloves when you meet her. Surely not always, I said. What about when summer when it's summer and it's hot? Even in summer when it's hot, my grandmother said she has to. Do you want to know why? Why, I said. She has claws. Yep, because she doesn't have fingernails. Instead of fingernails, she has thin, curvy claws like a cat, and she wears gloves to hide, hide them. Mind you, lots of very respectful women wear gloves, especially in the winter, so this doesn't help you very much. Um, Mama used to wear gloves, I said. Not in the house, Grandmother said. 
Witches wear gloves even in the house. They only take them off when they go to bed. How do you know all this, Grandmama? Don't interrupt, she said. Just take it all in. Because I am an, a, a witch. I'm a, I mean, um... Oh my mm. gosh, wouldn't that be creepy? <laughs> <sighs> the second thing you have to remember is that a real witch is always bald. Bald, I said. Bald as a hard-boiled egg, my grandmother said. I was shocked. There was something indecent about a bald, about a bald woman. Why are they bald, Grandmama? Don't ask me why, she snapped. But you can take it from me that not a single hair grows on a head of a witch. How horrid. Disgusting, my grandmother said. If she's bald, she'll be easy to spot, I said. Not at all, my grandmother said. A real witch always wears gloves to hide her baldness. She wears a first-class wig and it's almost... Gloves? She wears a wig. Oh my gosh. I'm going to start that part over. Not at all, my grandmother said. A real witch always wears a wig to hide her baldness. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm losing my mind. What about you, Peyton? Yeah. Uh, and it's almost impossible to tell a really first-class wig from ordinary hair unless you give it a pull to see if it comes off. Well, then that's what I'll have to do, I said. Don't be foolish, my grandmother said. You can't go around pulling the hair of every lady you meet, even if she is wearing gloves. Just you try it and see what happens. So does that, so that doesn't help much either, I said. None of these things are good on their own, my grandmother. <sighs> my grandmother said. It's only when you put all of them together, they begin to make sense. Mind you, my grandmother went on, these wigs do cause a rather serious problem for witches. What problem, Grandmama? They're always itchy. Yep. Because they're on the bald skin. Yep. They make the scalp itch most terribly, she said. You see, when an actress wears a wig, or if you or I wear a wig, we would be putting it over our very own hair. But a witch has to put it straight. Yeah, uh uh-huh, or a bald cap. But a witch has to put it straight on her naked scalp. And underneath the wig is always, of course, very rough and scratchy. It sets swords on the head, wig rash, the witches call it, and it doesn't half itch. It doesn't half itch? What does that mean? Maybe it, like, full itches? Okay. What other things must I look for to recognize a witch? Look for nose holes, my grandmother said. Witches have slightly larger nose holes than most ordinary people. The rim of each nose hole is pink and curvy, like the rim of a certain kind of seashell. Why do they have such big nose holes, I asked. It's like Fibonacci. Huh? Fibonacci? What's Fibonacci? You didn't learn that? No, what's Fibonacci? There's these certain numbers mm-hmm. that only come in nature and, like, everything you study kind of like flower petals okay it will always be a fibonacci number what does that mean like one and one equals two okay two and two and one three three and two five five and three eight eight and five thirteen thirteen and eight, eight. Uh, 21. Correct. 21. 21 and, and um, 13. 13. 34. No. Oh. That's okay. What? Three. What were the numbers? 21 and? 13. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I need to go back to fourth grade. 34. Okay, yep. And 21. That's really good, but let's... But now... Now is English class, not math class, Peyton Jane. Okay. It's the video we watched. That's really cool. I like that. Look for nose holes. Okay, why do they have such big nose holes, I asked. For smelling with, my grandmother said. A real witch has the most amazing, powerful smell, or powers of smell. She can actually smell children out who was standing out on the other side of the street in pitch black night. She couldn't smell me, I said. I've just had a bath. Oh, yes, she could, my grandmother said. The cleaner you happen to be, the more smelly you are to a witch. That can't be true, I said. An absolutely clean child gives off the most ghastly stench to a witch, my grandmother said. The dirtier you are, the less you smell. But that doesn't even make sense, Grandmama. Oh, yes, it does, my grandmother said. It isn't the dirt that witches are smelling. It's you. The smell of that witch makes her actually mad and comes right out of your own skin. It comes oozing out of your skin in waves, and these waves, stink waves the witches call them, go floating through the air and hit the witches right smack in the nostrils. They send her reeling. Now wait a minute, Grandmama. Don't interrupt, she said. And the point is this. When you haven't washed for a week, your skin is all covered with dirt. Then, quite obviously, the stink waves cannot come oozing through nearly as strong. I shall never bathe again, I said. Oh, you don't have to do it too often, my grandmother said. Once a month is quite enough for a sensible um, child. Can you imagine how like how stanky your booty would be? if Five you... times a week. You? That's what you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, you fall asleep, that's why. And you have gymnastics, and you have track, and you get all sweaty. You get sweaty butt syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a boy. Boys always get sweaty butt syndrome. Because they're always running around. (laughs) Doing soccer. Yeah. It was moments like these that I loved my grandmother more than ever. Grandmama, I said, if it's a dark night, how can a witch smell children, smell the difference between a child and a grown-up? Well, because grown-ups don't give out a stink wave, she said. Only children do that. But I don't really give out stink waves, do I? I said, I'm not giving them off at this very moment, am I? Not to me, you aren't, my grandmother said. To me, you smell like raspberries and cream. But to a witch, you'd be smelling absolutely disgusting. What would I be smelling of, I asked. Dogs dropping, my grandmother said. I reeled with a stunned face. Dogs droppings, I cried. I'm not even smelling of dogs droppings. I don't believe it. I won't believe it. What's more, my grandmother said, speaking with a touch of relish. To a witch, you'd be smelling of fresh dogs droppings. That is simply not true, I cried. I know I'm not smelling of dogs dropping stale or fresh. There's no point in arguing about it, my grandmother said. It's a fact of life. I was outraged. I simply couldn't bring myself to believe what my grandmother was telling me. So, if a woman, if you see a woman holding you as she passes you on the street, she went on, that woman could easily be a witch. I decided to change the subject. Tell me what else they look to look for in a witch, I said. The eyes, the grandmother said. Look carefully at the eyes, because the eyes of a real witch are different from yours and mine. Look in the middle of each eye where there's normally a black dot. If she's a witch, the black dot will keep changing color, and you'll see fire, and you'll see ice dancing right in the very center of the colored dot. 
It will send shivers running all over your skin. My grandmother lent, leaned back in her chair and I and sucked away contentedly on her foul black cigar. I squatted on the floor, staring up at her, fascinated. She was not smiling. She looked dead serious. Are there other things, I asked. Of course there's other things, my grandmother said. You don't seem to understand that the witches are not actually women at all. They look like women. They talk like women. And they are able to act like women. But in actual fact, they are totally different animals. They are demons in human shape. That's why they have claws and bald heads and queer noses and peculiar eyes. All of which is... Sorry. All of, oh gosh, no, I lost my thought. All of witches have to conceal the, to their, to conceal as best as they can from the rest of the world. What else is the difference between them, Grandmama? The feet, she said. Witches have never have toes. No toes, I cried. They just have feet, my grandmother said. The feet have square ends with no toes on them at all. Does that make them difficult to walk, I asked. Not at all, my grandmother said, but it does give them a problem with their shoes. All ladies like to wear small shoes rather than pointed shoes, but a witch whose feet are very wide and square in the ends has a most awful job squeezing her feet into those little pointed shoes. Why doesn't she wear wide comfy shoes with square ends, I asked. She dare not, my grandmother said. Just as she hides her baldness with a wig, she must also hide her ugly witch's feet by squeezing them into pretty shoes. It isn't, isn't it terribly uncomfortable? Extremely uncomfortable, my grandmother said. But she has to put up with it. If she's wearing ordinary shoes, it won't, it won't help me recognize her, will it, Grandmama? I'm afraid it won't, my grandmother said. You might possibly be limping very slightly, or if... Only if you are watching closely. Are those the only differences then, Grandmama? Oh, there's one more, my grandmother said. Just one more. What is it, Grandmama? Their spit is blue. Blue, I cried. Not blue. Their spit can't be blue. It's blue as a bilberry, she said. You don't mean it, Grandmama. Nobody can have blue spit. Witches can, she said. Is it like ink, I asked? Exactly, she said. They even use it to write with. They only have those old-fashioned pens that have nibs, and they simply lick the nib. Can you notice the blue spit, Grandmama? If a witch was talking to me, would I be able to notice it? Only if you looked carefully, my grandmother said. If you looked carefully, you'd probably see a blight, a slight bluish tinge on their teeth, but it doesn't, doesn't show much. It would show if she spat, I said. Witches never spit, my grandmother said. They daren't. I couldn't believe my grandmother would be my grandmother would be lying to me. She went to church every morning of the week and said grace before every meal, and somebody who did that would never tell lies. I was beginning to believe the word every word she spoke. So there you are, my grandmother said. It's all I can tell you. None of it is very helpful. You can still never be absolutely sure whether a woman is a witch or not by just looking at her. But if she's wearing gloves, if she has large nose holes, queer eyes and the hair that looks though as though it might be a wig and if she feel if she has a bluish tinge in her teeth if she has all of these things you run like mad oh and if she's pinching her nose when she walks by you right pay grandmama i said when you were little did you ever meet a witch once my grandmother said only once what happened 
I'm not going to tell you, she said. I would frighten you out of your skin and give you bad dreams. Please tell me, I begged. No, she said. Certain things are too horrible to talk about. Does it have something to do with your missing thumb? I asked. Suddenly, her, wrink- her wrinkled lips shot tight as an air, uh, as a pair of tongs, and the hand that held the cigar, which had no thumb on it, began to quiver very slightly. I waited. She dare not look at me. She didn't speak. All of a sudden, she had shut herself off completely. The conversation was finished. Good night, Grandmama, I said, rising from the floor and kissing her on the cheek. She didn't move. I crept out of the room and went to bed. Well, that's crap. It's so crap.